You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. Sometimes in life we need to make a new start. And the need to make a new start is very important. We all have to make choices in life, but in the matter of life and death, there are only two stark choices. The Bible's way, or our own way. Only one can lead to God's kingdom. Let's have faith in God and make a new start while we have the time and the opportunity. It's that time of the year, isn't it? Uh, A new year, a new start. And for some people, it's uh, a new resolution, isn't it? But for others, it's a time to reflect and think about new changes or perhaps a time to think about what's life all about. I want this afternoon to look at a new start, a new challenge, and a new future with hope. So what we're going to consider this afternoon is the Bible, that's God's word to us, look at a new challenge, a new life, a new hope, a new freedom, and a new future. So, The Bible. Well, it's God's living word to us. And it's very important because God communicates to us through his word, the Bible, accurately. He does it simply and very clearly. And when we look at the Bible, we look at uh, different things that tell us there. And in Second of Timothy, And chapter 3, it makes it very clear what God's word is. And it says there in verse 16, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God might be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. So what it's saying that the whole scriptures or the whole of the Bible is given by inspiration. It's God breathed to us. And the wonderful thing about it, it says there, doesn't it? And it's profitable. So it's good for us to read it, to find out about its teaching for correction, for instruction in the things of God. That It says then that the man of God may be, and that word perfect means complete, truly furnished unto all good works. So reading God's word is profitable for us. And the other thing, if you turn to 2 Peter and chapter 1, it makes it very clear there too for us how important God's word is. It says here we have 
also more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed, and to a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scriptures of any private interpretation, for the prophecy came not in all time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. And he's saying, we don't have a more sure word of prophecy. This word we're looking at, God's word, the Bible, is true and sure. And it's asking us to take heed of it, to listen to it. Because he's saying it's like a, a light in a dark place. And we can relate to that, can't we? At this time of the year when it's dark, we can't see where we're going if we do not have the light. And God relates to this in his word by saying, we've got to take notice of it because it does us good. It can direct our path in life and it's like a light in a dark place. But it's saying, yes, holy men of God, God's men, men wrote these words down, but they wrote them what God told them to write. It's his word to us. So it's important that we remember that. Holy men of God wrote these things down. So God's word to us is very, very important. And with the Bible, when we look at it, it's important that we all need to do this. We all need to know God's word. We need to read it, see what's there. And that's very important. We need to understand it. It means to get a grasp of it how it applies to you and to me in our lives now. That's so important. But all that's no good unless we act upon that message that's given to us in God's word. You see, we've got to do something about it if we want to have any hope for the future, especially with God's plans. So it's important that we do this. So. Looking then at these things very clearly, it's important that we go forward. So, it, we must do that, mustn't we? We actually mentioned this this morning about stopping and thinking what we're doing. We've got to do that, haven't we, sometimes? You know, we go through life and it can be hustle and bustle, and sometimes we know over the last two years that in some ways life stopped, hasn't it? We've not been able to do the same things as we have always been able to do. But it's also give us time to just reflect and have a think about and ask ourselves, you know, well, you know, what is life all about? You know, what is the future? Is, is there a hope for the future? And, you know, we all, every one of us, must make, and we must remember this, informed decisions when we make our choices in life. We've got to make them from information that we receive and make a choice. And we've got to make the right choice for each and every one of us. So that's what it's about, life, isn't it? And what does it mean? That's what we've got to try and look for, is look for hope for the future for each and every one of us. 
And that's essential, isn't it? At the end of the day, we have to make choices. And individually, we have to make the choices in life. And sometimes we slide coming to a fork in the road, isn't it? We've got to either take one road or the other. And we've got to make sure we know what direction we're going in and make the right choice for each and every one of us. And, you know, when we go through life, people do ask questions about certain things. You know, things like, why are we here? What's life all about? You know, what's the point? What's next? Do we enjoy it while we can? Is life here today and gone tomorrow? What will the future bring? Is there life after death? Is God really real? And these are some of life's big questions that affect each and every one of us, don't they? They definitely do. You know, and at some stage in our lives, every one of us got to ask some of these questions. And hopefully we can see by looking at God's word, we can find a lot of the answers that we need. Not what we want, what we need. So we're looking at a new challenge. So I might say to you, what are your plans for the future? Well, it's not easy, is it? None of us know what the future is going to bring. But obviously, we do have to make plans. We have to make decisions on things, don't we? But none of us know what's going to happen in the future. So this afternoon, I want to look at a new challenge in life. And I want us to do this by opening the Bible and seeing what it tells us. And please, have a good look at it. And I think it tells us the things that we need and the things that can help us day by day. And the first thing we need to do is to trust. Trust what the Bible is telling us is true. That's the very first thing. And how can we do that? Well, I said, the Bible calls it faith. It's trusting in something. We can't always see, but we believe in our hearts because of the way it's been said and what has been said. It is true. So in the Bible, it tells us what faith is. If you go to Hebrews chapter 11, and verse 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And, and that's what it's about. You see, we've got to have in our lives some hope for the future. And it's saying, it's a substance, you know, it's that what's tangible we can get hold of. But it, we don't have the evidence of things not seen. So it's like God's word, the Bible. We've got to look at it and see that it's true and believe it and trust it. And so that's very, very important. And if you go to Romans chapter 10, Verse 17, 
<clears throat> it tells us how we can get faith in God. It says there, verse 17, so then faith cometh, but comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So we're using our senses, aren't we? He's saying your faith, your trust, comes by listening and hearing the word of God. Look what God is telling us and what he is promising and see whether that suits us. Surely it's worth looking at, isn't it? Something that we can look to for the future and how important that is. And what we've got to consider is a new life. And doesn't that give us such pleasure, doesn't it, when we see a newborn child? And how wonderful, it's miraculous, isn't it, when we see that. A new life, a new beginning with a great future. Please turn to Second Corinthians chapter 5. And verse 17, it says here about Jesus, that is the Son of God. And it's saying that we've got to be associated with him. And we'll see why in a few minutes. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, here it is, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So what he's saying our own way of life, the things that we do for ourselves, is changing if we believe these things. And he's saying, become like new creatures, having a fresh start, a new beginning, a new focus in life. Isn't that important? And surely it's worth looking at, isn't it? And in Galatians, another New Testament, Galatians, and chapter 2, and verse 20, it tells us there, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So here we're starting to see that the Son of God, Jesus Christ, has done something for us. But what he's saying, having trust and faith in him, it's given us a new focus in this life we have now. And we can look to the future through him with real hope. That's what it's saying, isn't it? So, a new hope. You see, left to ourselves, we have no real hope for the future. We know we're going to live our lives. Yes, we can enjoy it and do the best we can. But at the end of it, it finishes, doesn't it? Just left to ourselves. And so what I want to say and show to you is that it's only through the Bible we have hope of a great future. So let's just turn to the Old Testament and to the Psalms and Psalm 146. And here it tells us clearly about 
God and his future. And it says here, happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord, his God. Simple, clear statement. And the psalmist is saying here, you're going to be happy if God will be there for you, whose hope is in the Lord, his God. And so this is what it's saying to us, that we have a great future if we turn to the Bible and look to the living God. We can be happy and joyful and have a great future. And if you just go to the New Testament, and here we see in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and this is a chapter we had read together at the beginning, and how important these words are to each one. And you see, what we're doing is opening the Bible, looking at its words, and seeing how important they are. They're not my words, they're God's words to us. And then he says this clearly in verse 19. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we're of all men most miserable. So he's saying, look, at the end of it, we live our lives, however long that is, and then we die and that's it. And so he's saying, if in this life only we have hope in Jesus Christ, we're of all men most miserable. But then we see the positive, verse 20. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. Isn't that wonderful? We can look beyond this life to a new life when God is going to set up an everlasting king and Jesus is going to be king and he is going to reign. And if we try our best and look to him, we too can be in that kingdom and live forever. Look at verse 22. It says, doesn't it? For as in Adam, that was the first man that was created, we all die. You see, he did wrong in the sight of God. God commanded him to be obedient to his word, and he disobeyed, and because of it, he died. But then he says, so in Christ, and that's God's only begotten son, shall all be made alive. So God was willing to offer his son as a sacrifice that you and I might have hope. Wonderful, isn't it? God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, and that's the point, believing in him, will not perish, but have everlasting life. Just go to 1 Peter, and uh, chapter 1, and verse 3. It says there, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So Jesus died, but he rose again. And because of that, he's saying we have this living hope for the future. It's just wonderful, isn't it? And that's what the future is looking at, the kingdom of God.
and it gives to us a new freedom. If you just go to the Gospel of John, the Gospel of John, and chapter 8. These are some words of the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, just for connection, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. You are my followers. And if you listen to my words and take hold of them in your life, that's what it means. Verse 32, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Isn't that lovely? So as we are now, we're going to die. But through the Lord Jesus Christ and listening to his words and acting upon his words, we can have freedom. He shall make you free. Isn't that wonderful? And then if you look at verse 36, it says, Therefore, if the Son makes you free, ye shall be, you shall be free indeed. It's, not, it's what he's saying. There's no doubt about it. You will be free. There's no question. Through Jesus, you'll be made free from sin and death. Wonderful, isn't it? And just again, letting us open our Bibles and looking at Romans chapter 8 and verse 2. For well, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. And this is one of the apostles. This is Paul. He's saying, you know, that being in Jesus, listening to his words and doing what he asks us has made me free from the law of sin and death. I can look to the future with a real hope. Oh, I know my life is now mortal and I'm going to die if the Lord Jesus hasn't come back but I have a great hope for the future in Christ and that's through him through the Lord Jesus Christ so it's important we look to these things and also we said it brings us a new future doesn't it you see, in life, we all have choices to make. And in this particular, there's just two choices, isn't there, for us? It's either God's way or our own way. And we have that choice. Nobody can take that away from us. We have the choice. But we must remember that Jesus died for us. And he is now at the right hand of God. And he's going to return to the earth to set up God's kingdom. And that's an important. We've already mentioned that because it says, doesn't it, in verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not die, but shall have life everlasting. So God has loved us and he has provided a means of escape from sin and death through his soul. But we've got to believe. 
And in verse 36 of this chapter 3, it says, He that believes on in the Son has everlasting life. And he that does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. So you see, there's two ways there, isn't there? God's way, our own way. Life, death, light and dark. And what he's saying, we've got to believe. And there's no doubts, is there? It's not maybe, is it saying, he that believes on the Son has everlasting life. If we do our very best, we will have everlasting life. So we need to do something about it before it's too late. And so in Acts chapter 1 and verse 11, it tells us there the assurance that Jesus is going to return to this earth to set up that kingdom. And his disciples were there and the angel, and they saw him go into heaven. And of course, that well-known verse, it says, Ye men of Galilee, why stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. So there was the assurance, he's coming back to set up that wonderful kingdom. So, choices. And we have those choices. We can just forget it if we want, and just live our lives out and that's it. But I'm appealing to you, please think about the choice of doing things God's way. Because there is a better future, isn't there, by doing that. And it's saying, really, how about a new start? A fresh start in life. So, what about you and me? How is this new life received? Well, we know it's by faith, trusting the Bible, trusting God's word. And it's about actions doing something about it if we don't then we'll do live our life out and that's it you know you can't we can't stress it so important that it's not just coming and listening it's about doing it that's more important than knowing it's about doing it putting it into practice in our lives and so it's action and a new life in jesus you just go to Ephesians, again, letting the Bible answer for itself. Ephesians and chapter 2, and verse 8, it says, For by grace are ye saved, through faith, and that not of yourself, it's a gift of God. Now, isn't that amazing? It's a gift. It's a free gift from God. And it's by his grace. And that means his merit, his favour. And it's never-ending grace. He's showing that to us all and giving us the opportunity to believe, to trust, to have faith. And it's a gift from God. And then he says, verse 9, Not of works, let any man should boast. Oh, no. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, 
which God us before ordained that we should walk in them. Lovely, isn't it? And so he's saying clearly, for well, we are his workmanship, to be created and to do his work. And so in John chapter 14, the Gospel of John chapter 14, and verse 6, it says, Jesus said clearly here, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He can't make it any clearer, can he? He is the way, the way for us to receive eternal life. He is the truth. And that's so essential, isn't it? You know, we're living in a world today and we see it's not often shown, is it, truth? But we are shown it through the Bible. And Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. How wonderful, isn't it? So, for you and me, why not start to plan and prepare now to meet Jesus? And that's important, isn't it? So, please, I ask of you, have a new start. Seek Jesus while you can find him. And in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, it says to us all here that if you, you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. <laughs> no, it's a book. You will be saved. But it's got to come from the heart. And that's what God looks upon, isn't it? The desires of our heart. What we really want in life. And he's saying clearly, isn't it? If we confess with our mouth and believe from the heart, there's no doubt about it. He says, you will be saved. Isn't that wonderful? So God's words are true and sure. And he's asking us to seek them, to find them, where we'll have a real hope and a real future of eternal life. And if you just go to Matthew and chapter 7, verse 7, he says there, ask and it shall be given you. Seek. And ye shall find. No. And it shall be opened unto you. And what he's saying, the things that we can relate to, aren't they? About seeking something out. About knocking at a door. It's going to be opened. It's wonderful, isn't it? And that's what we've got to ask though. We've got to ask through God's word to save us. And we will. And that's what it's looking to, isn't it? The kingdom of God. And there's no doubt it's going to come very soon. We believe that the signs of the times tell us that's going to happen. So, you and me, 
Well, we've got to stop and think. Start a new life in Jesus with a new hope. With peace. How essential. And it's everlasting life that God is promising through his word. And Jesus says clearly, he will give us that peace if only we ask. So, my dear friends, we have a choice. But there are only two choices. We've said it already, haven't we? God's way or our own way. And please remember that Jesus died so that we might have hope of a wonderful future. The wonderful thing is that all of us can be in that kingdom and live forever. But we need to do something about it now. Oh, yeah. A new day is coming soon when Jesus returns. And it's a new challenge for each and every one of us. And a new start. That's what we're asking you to consider. A new beginning. And with help and guidance, we can do it together so but we've got to do it before it's too late so how about a new start with a new beginning and a real hope for a bright new future that's what it's about a new start with a new beginning and a real hope also a bright new future. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org if you enjoyed the episode then please share it with others until next time may god bless you in your studies and your walk towards god's kingdom amen